Hey, good morning, everyone. Wanted to um, share this book that I've just read um, around gratitude. It's called Thanks a Thousand Gratitude Journal. Um, it's a TED book by A.J. Jacobs. A really interesting concept. He talks about being grateful for the cup of coffee uh, from this place called Joe's Coffee that he goes to every morning. So he decides to give gratitude to every person that gets involved in the making of it and he gets he gets up to a thousand people that he's he shows gratitude towards so it's a pretty interesting topic I'm going to share with you some of my favorite quotes and reflection from that gratitude has a lot to do with holding on to a moment as strongly as possible Scott told me uh, he interviewed this guy named Scott Kaufman who is um it's a he's like a famous um, professor um, at Wharton. Scott told me it's closely related to mindfulness and savoring. Gratitude can shift our perception of time and slow it down. It can make our life's petty annoyances dissolve away, at least for a moment. The point is, it's hard to be grateful if we're if we're speeding through life, focusing on what's next, as I tend to do. We need to be aware of what's in front of us. We need to stop and smell the roses along with the graham crackers and the soil and the leather. So today, while sipping coffee with Ed, I tried to practice what psychologists call savoring meditation. I let the coffee sit on my tongue for 20 seconds, which may not sound like a long time, but I don't want to keep Ed waiting. And 20 seconds can be powerful if you really make every second count. Quality over quantity, right? I'm focused on the viscosity of the liquid, the acidity, the bitterness. Was that apricot? I, I still couldn't taste the distinct flavors, but I see a way to unravel the threads. Uh, quote number three. So where to import the water from? The Catskills seemed like the perfect solution. The region has a, had a lot of rain. The altitude was high enough that gravity could help with delivery and the residents didn't have political power to oppose such a project. And just as important, the water was soft, meaning it was low in calcium and a troublesome mineral that clogs up pipes. It's low calcium, which is why New York water tastes clean, not metallic. It's one of the reasons why New York bagels and New York pizza taste so good, says Adam. Let me pause for uh, quote number four. Let me pause here for a moment to state the obvious. I am lucky. That was a thought going through my mind as I took the bucket strap off my shoulders. I just picked coffee beans for 10 minutes as research for a book. I didn't pick coffee beans because I had no other job options and needed to earn money to feed my family, which is a situation of thousands of migrant workers. I picked coffee by choice, not a necessity. And how did I arrive at the luxury of having this choice? Well, mostly luck. He talks about how lucky it is to be born to a wealthy family and he was just reflecting on um, some of the the hard labor that some of the Colombian uh, farmers had to deal with waking up at 5 a.m. right but he he was also present to that you know uh, they have the luxury of having beautiful mountains as a as a landscape so it was it was interesting to see his reflection Next quote, the, the real world is no doubt a combination of luck and skill, and but I lean strongly towards, can't pronounce his name, 
If I had to put numbers to it, 20% of my fate had been determined by hard work and persistence, and 80% has been cosmic powerball. So true. I mean, even, even for me, like being born in America, right? I have so much more privilege than a lot of other people just being born in a different country, you know? I have a lot more freedoms. And then three more quotes. Luck determined I was born in a developed world. Luck determined I was a son of parents who could afford to send me to an expensive college. Luck determined my genetic makeup and my career. It's been filled with random breaks. At the age of 23, I was getting ready to give up on writing and apply to psychology grad school when I was sent off a Hail Mary letter addressed uh, only to agent... And uh, it somehow got out of the slush pile and landed on the desk of Elvis' loving literary agent. He thought of my idea for an Elvis-themed book might work. If I've been a, uh, a Springsteen fan instead, I might be teaching psychology at a small college. Uh, I'm not dismissing the need for effort and persistence. Those who have worked their way up from the bottom, who didn't have the advantages I have, had need effort and persistence even more than I did. I also acknowledge that to a certain extent you make your own luck and create your own opportunities, but to a certain extent you also need pure luck. As Barack Obama said in a post-presidential interview with David Letterman, I worked hard and I got some talent, but there are plenty of hard-working, talented people out there. There was an element of chance to this, this element of serendipity. Mm, love that quote. And uh, last quote of the day, I agree with our formal president. There are millions of hardworking, persistent people around the world living below the poverty line. And I believe there are thousands of could have been Meryl Streep's working as waitresses because they didn't get lucky breaks. There are thousands of alternate university jobs working on assembly lines and factories. Here's why I'm a fan of thanking our lucky stars every day. It helps with forgiving yourself, your failures. It cuts down on celebrity worship and boosts humility, and most importantly, it makes us more compassionate. Hope you love these quotes. Let me know what you think.